my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your girl, Nicole, here with an episode. And of course, I wanted to talk to you about school. I just wanted to vent, wanted to keep you in the loop, wanted to keep you updated. And school's going great. I'm not even going to lie. I love it here. I love learning. I'm absorbing everything that is being taught. I love my professors, except for one. We'll get into that later. But Man, we're approaching midterms and I'm looking at my grades and I'm not fucking feeling it. I'm like, hold up. I thought we were going great. I thought I thought it was a genius. I thought I thought I didn't think it was going to get hard. Here's the thing. So if you heard my first episodes, you'll know that I posted an episode of my rant or my story about how I'm almost 30 without a college degree. Yes, my friends, I turned 29 in a few days. Actually, skip that. By the time this episode is posted, I will already be 29. So fuck it. I'm 29 and I don't have a college degree. So do other millions of people as well. I'm clearly, I'm obviously not the only one. However, at a time, it did weigh on me and no longer does. But me and school have always been an up and down kind of relationship. And it took the pandemic for me to realize how serious I was about getting my education and wanting to just elevate my resume, elevate my work experience, if you will. And being in school was always tough for me because I never seemed to focus on the material because I was always so distracted. Other things meant more to me. But now I'm so hyper-focused and I feel really good. And so far, I have had a successful three semesters so far in my school. I am considered a junior. I only have about three semesters left until I officially graduate with my bachelor's, which is insane for me to say out loud. I'm so proud of me. However, there's a few things I'm a little bit annoyed with, like, such as, so when I went to Valencia, which was the first college I went to, which was a community college, one of my prerequisite courses was to take accounting, financial and managerial, take it back, Um, it was financial managerial, it was like I had to take either or, I took both, cute. Um, and no, actually I took it back. I think I only took financial accounting, accounting, financial, you know what? Who fucking cares? I'm about to edit this shit out. Anyway, the point is I took it in account. I took an accounting class. Okay. Passed with a B when I went to UCF, I took accounting the second one. I don't fucking know. And I think I got like a C in it, whatever I passed. However, When I transferred the credits to Rollins, which is the college I go to now, unfortunately, it didn't transfer because at Rollins College, part of my required courses is an accounting class, but the accounting class that is taught at Rollins is both financial accounting, managerial, and financial. Like, like, what the fuck? I take this class and I don't even know the name of it. It's probably why I'm not doing so great in the damn class. But anyway, point is... I had to retake the class because the ones that I took from the past institutions don't transfer to my current college. Therefore, I am taking a class that I've already taken again. And you would think, you would think that me taking this class again, I would do much better. But I have a C. 
Here's why I have a C. Listen, let me explain. I have a fucking C because I got a C on the exam. Yes, bottom line. But it sucks because this class does not assign homework. They only give, my professor only gives uh, quizzes before the exam and then the exam. The quiz that I took, I got a pretty good grade on. But because the exam is worth like three times more and me getting a C on the exam is why my total grade is a C. It's fine. Not a big deal. C's good degrees, right? But it's just annoying because, of course, you want to do well. You want to have a high GPA. You want to do it right this time around. You want to be better. You want to do your best. And when you don't see your grades reflect that, it's annoying. And I know it's not because I'm not trying hard enough. It's just because the material is hard. It's fucking hard. But it's fine as long as I do my best. And the whole idea, the perception of C's good degrees, I don't want to like go forward with that idea or with that mentality, but I can't drive myself crazy over one class, right? Accounting is hard. Accounting is hard. But it's okay. It's fine. Now, if you're wondering, at the moment, I'm taking three classes this semester. I'm taking accounting, I'm taking business to leadership, and I'm taking statistics. <laughs> Let me tell you about my statistics class. I took statistics at UCF, the University of Central Florida. And I remember when I took that class, it was done in an auditorium with a class size of 300 students. If I showed up to that class on time, I was sitting on the floor. If I showed up to that class early, I was fighting for a seat. And when I did arrive to the damn class, I could barely focus. How could you when you're sitting on the far right corner or on the floor while the professor is more than 60 feet away from you speaking to you through a damn microphone? It's impossible. It's fucking impossible. I remember when I did my first exam, I did it, walked out of the auditorium where the class was taught, went to my computer, my laptop, and withdrew from the class because I knew firsthand I was not going to succeed. And after signing up for a second semester at UCF, I reapplied, like I signed up for the course again, thinking this time I could just do it a little bit differently. And it was the same shit. And that was it, really. I signed up for the class at um, at Valencia, and I don't even remember what happened. I don't. I don't know what happened. But bottom line is, I was not successful in the class at all. All three times I took it. So you can imagine me signing up for this class this semester was a little nerve wracking because it's like fuck, I want to do well but I don't want what happened to me the last time to happen to me again. But I, you know, I talked myself up. I told myself like, look, Nicole, you're at a different place. You know, like you're much more focused now. You're much more mature. You have the tools to help you succeed. You know, the classes in this college are much smaller. You can have more of a one-on-one -on -one with the professor. You can make friends. You know, you can study. There's so many online tools that you can use. Like, you're not going to fail this time. This is what I continuously told myself so that I wouldn't overthink it and I wouldn't psych myself out. Honey, tell me how I get to my fucking class. And guess what? My professor is French 
and he has the thickest French accent you can possibly think of. And listen, listen, listen. It's no shade to the professor, okay? He's a smart man. But yo, I wanted to take that thick-ass statistics textbook and slap the fucking French accent out of him. Because no fucking offense, but like, bro, this class is already stressful enough. And now I'm being taught by a professor with a thick accent? Like, ooh, what is going on? Like, how am I going to really, like, fuck? Like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm really fucked now. But it's actually not so bad. I got used to the accent. I barely notice it now. And the cool thing about the professor is that although he doesn't assign a homework, he goes through the homework. And he genuinely cares if you understand the material. Like, he wants you to ask questions. He calls on you. He, If he sees you look confused, he's like, are you confused? Do you want me to do it again? I'll do it again. Like, <laughs> like he genuinely wants you to succeed. And I really like that. And um, it was actually kind of cool because he, um, I guess in statistics, you use Excel. I never experienced that in any of my other statistics classes. But in this one, he has us pull up Excel a lot on our laptops. And I remember... Um, he pulled it up on the monitor Excel and was like pushing a bunch of buttons and he's like okay like you'll notice here like you're gonna press this button and you're gonna go here and you're gonna go there and I remember on his Excel sheet there was like a little area that wasn't popping up on my Excel sheet on my laptop and I was like wait mm, hold on I don't see that on my screen like what are you like how did you do that like I don't see that here yo he dead ass took 10 minutes I'm not even joking 10 minutes out of teaching the entire lesson and he literally took my laptop and helped me figure out how to have it on my excel sheet like it wasn't like okay I'll show you at the end of class no he was like pause let me help you so that you can be on the same pace as all of us at the same time and I love that because a lot of professors in my experience from the past I've been to two different colleges you can't tell me otherwise who have been like okay, we'll get back to you in a second. I'm not going to have these people like, you know, delay their process of learning. Like you could wait or just meet me at the end of class or just email me and we'll figure it out on my, you know, on a different time. Like, no, it's like, we're doing this together. We're going to all learn together at the same pace. Like you're good. And I love that. And I actually have a B in that class. So I have a C in accounting and a B in statistics. So I'm okay. I feel good about it. It's funny because the one class, <laughs> ironic, the one class I was afraid of failing, I'm doing great in. And then the other class that I thought I was going to be successful in, I'm not failing, but a bitch got to see. So I'm like, eh, we need to try a little harder. And then the third class I'm taking this semester is business to leadership. And let me tell you something. I actually love that class. I love that class. The only thing I have to say about this class, if I'm being completely honest, is like all of my classes are like three-hour lectures. I take each of my classes once a week, Mondays and Thursdays. I have two classes on Mondays, one class on Thursday. And my accounting class typically ends early, which is always nice. My statistics class takes up the entire class time, but that's only because he goes over the homework and then he goes over the chapter. So there is a lot of talking. There is a lot of, you know, things that go through like the process of him teaching the course, which is understandable. Now, my business to leadership class, bro, he uses up every single minute 
And I'm like, wow, please, it's Monday. Can we please just end it early for once? But he doesn't. He uses up the entire time. But you know something? It's not so bad. It's not so bad because I actually really like this class. So the business to leadership class pretty much teaches you the, the importance of leadership in a business, whether it's through management, whether it's through being an entrepreneur, whether it's, I don't know, think of just like in a business aspect, leadership plays an important role and people don't seem to like, they kind of forget that. And I can tell you firsthand out of, I mean, listen, I must have worked at, I'm not even joking, like seven to eight different restaurants. It's insane. And it's so true how important leadership is. And leadership can mean, you know, your boss, your supervisors, your superiors, your managers, whatever higher level that is above your title, leadership is so important. Lack of leadership is how you lose employees, is how you lose money. It's how it determines whether or not your business will become a success or not. And I just love this class because that is all we learn. We learn, like we go through these case studies about different businesses and how they've applied leadership. And it's literally on the paper, like the business models that these entrepreneurs, that these CEOs apply to their businesses. And it just shows how successful they become. And it seems so simple. It truly does. And it is a lot of hard work, I, I can imagine. But it's just like, it's almost like common sense. And it's almost amazing how like other businesses like don't understand that or just don't apply it and then wonder why. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's fascinating. And I love my professor. I have to say, all of my professors are men. So when I say that I love my professor, this one specifically, I don't like love him in a romantic way. Obviously, that's weird. But I truly like admire this man. That sounds so fucking weird. I know. Please let me explain. I don't admire him like I like I admire him like you would admire the Eiffel Tower or the Statue of Liberty or a monument of some kind, you know, like it's almost like, wow, like that is so cool. So my professor, he got his doctorate. So he's a doctor, not medical doctor, but, you know, he has his Ph.D. And this man has worked for NASA. He he worked as a VP for, um, I forgot the group, but it's the group that owns the Caesars Palace at Las Vegas. So, you know, Caesars Palace, Las Vegas. I mean, if you've watched The Hangover or seen a Celine Dion concert in Vegas, you definitely know Caesar's Palace. Well, he was the VP for that location. Like, what the fuck? He was also the VP for the Marriott Hotels. Like, he switched industries, not because of his experience in those, like, not having experience in the industry per se, but just in his experience as far as, like, his work ethic and what he was good at, obviously. It just, it, it's fascinating to me because you see, I work at a restaurant and I've been in restaurants for 12 years, but there's no way I can literally pick up my things and go to another different kind of industry and be qualified for it. There are so many factors that put into play. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's hard. And for him to have that transition and gain as much experience as he has and become successful in each of the roles he's worked in, it's like, fucking fascinating. 
this man is married. He has like six fucking kids and his wife bakes cookie. Okay, let me hold on. I got to tell you this. I got to break this up for you. So my professor, right? He was telling us and I hope I'm saying it right. I'm only saying it the way I remembered it. And the only reason why I'm getting a little defensive and I feel like I have to over explain myself in this moment is because I always have this idea that like people listen in on my podcast. Like I always talk about my podcast, like in my school, like uh, for as long as I've been in it so far, like before every start of every semester or at the start of every semester, there's always that moment where the professor's like, talk a little bit about yourself. And, you know, I always say like, oh, my name is Nicole. I'm from New York. I have a podcast. Like I always bring that up. So I always like feel like low key. There's a chance that they may be listening in. So that's the only reason why I'm like, hold up. I hope I'm saying it right. But I feel like I am. But anyway, let me explain. So my professor told us in the beginning of the semester how when he was in college, you know, you struggle. You struggle. Like you don't work as much. You're focused on school. You know, you're taking out all these student loans. Like, you know, you broke. You broke. Like, I get it. Trust me. Been there, done that. Find myself still there at times. But fuck it. We grown. Like, I get it. And there was a point while he was in school where he, you know, was broke and he would go, he would have night class and go to the store and buy himself a Diet Coke. He said, a Diet Coke or two Diet Cokes and a pack of the Ritz crackers with the peanut butter in it. You know those cheese crackers with the peanut butter in the center or the peanut butter crackers with the cheese in the middle? You know the ones I'm talking about, right? Like sometimes you find them at the gas station, the cheese crackers. All right, moving on. Well, he used to buy them a lot and he would practically live off of them. And he just remembers like being at that age, like struggling, trying to make it work, you know, trying to save your money and just having these snacks that you're practically living off of. And he just remembers being like that hungry college student. And, you know, his wife remembers that time, too. They've been married a long time. And so what she does is every Sunday she makes cookies from scratch. She changes up her recipes every week. And she gives him like dozens of cookies to give to his students because so that his students, his students that like have class at night don't ever have to be hungry or they have like a snack to have. Right. Isn't that so beautiful? Like, you know, your wife makes cookies for your college. Like, mind you, we're grown. All right. Like you have 20 somethings year olds in his class. Like, the program that I'm in is meant for the working student, right? So all of my classes are typically at night. And in this specific class, there's about two other men. I mean, amongst like the seven of us, there's two men, grown men, okay, grown men. I think they're probably the same age as my professor um, who take this class. And, you know, like we all grown. And, you know, his wife is like, no, like I make these cookies and whatever. And I just find that so beautiful. And it's so funny because every time we get that 15 minute break after like an hour and in, because remember, like it's a three hour lecture, it's a three hour class. After about an hour in, he's like, "Okay, we're going to take a cookie break. I'm going to give you about 15 minutes before, you know, we continue with the lesson. And like in the beginning of the semester, like you could tell there were a few people kind of shy about it. Now, yo, everybody gets up, grabs a cookie. I'll be eyeing that plastic Tupperware like, all right, let me see how much I left because I'm about to take the remaining back home with me on the car ride back home. Like, fuck that. Them cookies are delicious. One time she made, oh, my God, like a salted caramel cookie with like a pretzel in the middle it was like chewy 
gooey, amazing, delicious. And he said that by the end of the semester, he was going to give all of the students like the recipes for all the cookies she made for the entire semester. <sighs> Tear, like, what the fuck? Like, that is so sweet. Like, it's just like the little things, you know, like, it seems so juvenile. But like, that means a lot to me. Like, I like those, like, I like that. Like, that is, like, that's going to stick with me forever. Like, when I graduate, like, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that professor because he made an impact. You know what I'm saying? And I just find that so beautiful. And I just really love that class. I love, I love the material. I love the things that he brings up. And it's not so much of him personally, but also just the class in itself and what I'm learning. It's so inspiring. Like in the class, like he'll also play like, like TED Talks or like speeches that people give at like at graduations. And it's just, it's just really cool. Like I just really love that class. And for your information, I have an A in that class because it's amazing and every time he be asking the students do you have a, like an example of what leadership means to you or do you have like an experience that you want to share on someone who's made an impact on you you bet your ass that I'm the one that's always raising my hand always being involved always talking like always like wanting to be included like it's just I love that class I really love that class and I really admire my professor, and I feel like that plays a huge role on why I'm also really successful in the class. Right now, um, one of the required readings I have, because there's like a project that's due by the end of the semester that I have to um, submit, and we were all assigned like a book to read. And the book I was assigned was by John C. Maxwell. Um, he wrote this book called, well, he didn't write it. This book, wait. You know what? I'm just not going to say anymore because I feel like I'm going to sound stupid. So I'm going to just say John C. Maxwell, author of a book called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And, you know, when you look at the book, you're like, oh, God, like, I hope it doesn't drag. But let me tell you, I'm already on chapter three. Like, amazing, 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 amazing. I hope to open up my own business someday. And I just feel so inspired and so excited for all that I am learning because I just feel like I'm going to take all of this information that I am learning and I'm just going to apply it to my business model and just pray that it benefits me the same way it benefited all these other entrepreneurs that have applied the same models to their businesses. You know what I'm saying? But yes, love that class, love everything about it. And so far, those are my classes. So as of right now, your girl has an A, a B, and a C. Not so bad. Not so bad. But, you know, try not to get hung up on that fucking C. But it'll be okay. You know, I know I'm smart. I just got to put in the hard work. It's kind of funny because, like, <laughs> I know that I need to be focused on school, and I am. But there's just so much going on. Like, you know, I have my podcast, and I'm so excited to record episodes on. I started up on my writing again, so I'm going to start posting new articles every Wednesdays on my website, which is a creative outlet I had at the beginning when I decided to get into this space. I had my website where I posted articles and content, and it was very exciting, but then I kind of lost my momentum and didn't write for a year, and I felt really discouraged, and that's when I kind of decided to go get into podcasting, and I 
absolutely love it. I feel way like it's motivating and I feel very um, fulfilled in doing it. Um, but at the same time, writing also means a lot to me. So I've decided to pick it up again and I'm excited. So it's just like going to school has ignited so many projects for me and has gotten me so excited for the future. And it's like, there's just so much I want to do, you know? So sometimes it gets kind of hard having to balance it because it's like, there are moments in during my week where I'm like, okay, I know I need to be studying. I know I need to review. I know I should get ahead of my homework. But then another part of me is like, but I want to record an episode, but I want to go on Instagram and gain inspiration. So I know what kind of content I want to post for next week. You know, like it's just, it's an exciting time and my ADHD is like ping ponging everywhere, but it's okay and it's fine and I'm happy and I'm at a good place. So it's, it's all with love and it's all with good vibes, but that's how my semester is going. And, you know, fingers crossed that I end it successfully. I know that I will. I know that I will. I love my professors. I love the classes I'm taking. I was really nervous about this semester because statistics and accounting were two courses that I never had good experiences in. And so far, I feel like I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not failing, which is important. That's important. But otherwise, that's how it's going for me. And I'm feeling really good about it. So there's that. But let me know, like, how was it for you in school? Like, did you keep the mindset, like, so you got degrees? Did you ever go into a class thinking you were going to be successful in it? And then it was a complete opposite. Did you ever have a class that you felt like, oh, this, you know, I don't like this class is going to be so easy or like, like a pain in the ass or hard or whatever. And it catches you by surprise and you end up loving it. You know, did you ever have a professor that you absolutely like admired and was like, wow, like, can you be my mentor? <laughs> like, you know, like, have you ever had those moments? Like, I really want to know because I never had that experience at Valencia, at UCF, never, never, ever. Yeah, I'm having those experiences here at Rollins. And it's just, it's a really cool feeling because school for me was always like a chore Again, I was at a different place mentally at the time, but I was never excited to learn. It was more of like, let's just get this over with, you know, but now it's like, whoa, like I'm engaged. I'm consuming this information. I'm retaining it, which is something that never happened before. I would like learn the material. And then when the semester ended, I just forgot it all. But so far, I feel like I'm learning and I'm grasping it. And I'm holding on to it and I'm applying it to my other classes and it's helping me succeed. And it's it's just really cool. Like, I feel really good and I feel really proud of myself. But I want to hear your experiences. Please send them in. Hit me up on Instagram. I want you all to be engaged with me. I'm your friend. You're my friend. Like, let's talk. Like, I'm here. But don't be playing me. You better rate and subscribe, okay? Because that also means a lot to me. I can't be pouring into your cup. You got to pour into mine, all right? All right. Love y'all, though. <laughs> Let me stop. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. And I adore you. I love you. Thank you. Stay tuned. New episodes every Mondays. Don't forget. Rate and subscribe. Hit me up through Instagram. You know where to find me at Nicole Asev. Love you. Take care. And be safe.